Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 1, episode 21, it's called The Return of the Archons, full spoilers for the episode, as always. So they're at a weird planet, uh, Sulu and some red shirt dude uh, are down there, uh, Sulu gets touched with a stick, makes him go all weird, act, acting all mind controlled, and like happy, and shiny yep. happy people kind of thing. So Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and some other red shirts go down. For some reason, they all dress like Amish people on this planet. And they're, they're blending in. Uh, well, I, I, when I said for some reason, I didn't mean the crew. Oh, I, meant, right. <laughs> I meant the people on the planet dress like this. <laughs> right? I know why they're dressing like I it. Mean, I mean, I, I will defend that. I think it's established within the plot why they're dressed like that. Okay, okay. I don't think it need to be that, though. I mean, I, I, the, the point is this this society is stagnant and hasn't evolved in 600 years, so their clothing and the way they look is still, you know, old. Oh, yeah, that, well, that's what it's representative of. Yeah, but why is it stuff that's based on Earth? Like Societies why... develop at a similar similar trajectory. Ah, uh, bullshit. <laughs> they, they could have went one step further and had it be something completely different that we've never seen on Earth. It could have been... They could have done... But this is the easiest way to sell old to an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Uh, they go down, and it's like a sort of brainwash society, kind of almost fascist style, where everyone's kind of. Uh, actually, I was actually joking to myself that it was basically the, the purge at one point, because the, the clock hits a time and everyone starts freaking out and doing crazy things. Uh, and then it takes the time the next day, and they all go back to being normal. Uh, so it conjures up some thoughts of that. But, yeah, so there's a couple of people who resist it, and so Kirk and Spock need to get to the bottom, to the bottom of it. Uh, and, you know, one thing leads to another, uh, and we find out it's actually not a person that's controlling all this, it's a computer. Who, and this is the computer's idea of a, a perfectly kind of structured society where everything's yeah. in line. This, this, that section of the episode, it felt really Wizard of Oz to me. You know, the whole thing, the way there was yeah. the projection, and then they break down the wall... Man behind the curtain, yeah. yeah. Just in this case, it's a computer behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start checking it up, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I'm kind of mixed on it. Yeah, me too. It's like, I like the ideas, but I feel ultimately it's it's maybe a little bit boring. Yeah, that's kind of where I feel. I, I, I think the idea is fine. I, I like the idea that a computer, like, from thousands of years ago, because they, they there's a couple of hints that there's one random bit of technology that seems like, oh, that these people shouldn't have this. This is far more advanced than it than they have. Mm. Uh, like that idea is kind of cool. The idea a computer evolved and thing, but it, I, I think it just wasn't developed enough. Like you know, it got to the end and like Kirk just kind of easily talks it out of it and like confuses it into like going against its own directive because it realizes it's, yeah. it's 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 not living up to what it thinks it's supposed to be doing. Uh, and it just it felt too easy. And as you say, I, I think Joe, you know I think it is. I think that the episode never really develops in terms of what's happening. Almost all the once they get down to the planet, and that's like it's kind of crew. just wandering around, seeing what's happened is is like ten minutes. Well, not even the wandering around. I'm I'm thinking more once they like get to the, the hotel with the guy who turns out to be like against. Every scene feels like it's them just talking about the fact that oh the others are all like being mind controlled and like they're hiding in the hotel and then they're hiding in the prison cell and they're hiding from others there and they're it's like it just feels like it's they're constantly in a room. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, mean, I don't know. It's, it, it's it, weird. It just doesn't really do anything, does it? Yeah. It just, it just goes right. Here's the idea. 
Now let's kill 30 minutes. Okay, that'll do. Okay, here's the ending. Yes, yes, I feel like it was kind of just buying time, a lot, a lot of it. Yeah. Because um, it, it doesn't really do much, because basically once the computer gets beat, everyone just kind of goes back to the way they're supposed to be. They never really play with the idea that McCoy is like one of the brainwashed, like, because he gets brainwashed, and like at one point he kind of. Probably my favorite shot of the entire episode is when Kirk and Spock are pretending they were brainwashed, and they're all like huddling and having a secret conversation, and you see McCoy just step up behind them, and he's like between two of them, and he walks towards the group, because he looked kind of creepy there. But that that was the closest I ever felt it got to actually using it and doing something with it, where. Yeah, McCoy properly turning on them, and like rather than just shouting a few things. Yeah. Or like him probably working against them would have been interesting. Yeah. I think I don't know. For some reason, it just everything about it feels kind of half baked. Uh, it, it's much like the society. It kind of feels stagnant, where it presents the idea and then, right? Okay, let's just wait here. Yeah, I, I think it almost sums it up to me. Because the, the, these hooded figures that are like the soldiers of the, the computer, like they're the sort of the yeah. police force that are enforcing all this, they like at one point, like at the start of the episode, they sort of turn silly by touching them with their their magic stick thing. And I don't think Ethan accents the problems with this episode more than when when Spock gets a hold of the stick and goes, hmm, "That's strange. It's just a hollow tube." They're like, yeah, that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. You think there's more going on? That's just a hollow tube. Pretty much, yeah. and it's it's a little disappointing in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think ultimately though, I, I think the main problem with it is it doesn't have much momentum or urgency going through it. It do, it does kind of feel like our main cast are just kind of because they, they go to this room and they they ask some questions, you know, with the guy and he's 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 kind of dodging them and whatever. Eventually, the the villains show up and they think they've got away, and then they all get taken and go to the prison, and then there's a lot of standing around in that prison cell, debating what to do. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of the same points on on a loop. It is, yeah. It feels like it's just been very rep- repetitious. Uh, and again, I- I'm all for like people in a room just trying to figure out how to get out. Like that can be a lot of fun, but it never really feels like there is that sense of momentum where they're tr- like they're in danger. Like, they're, they're, they, they try and do it a little bit because they mention the ships under attack, like the like the defenses of the planet are firing. Yeah, but ship. we don't really see any of it. We, so we, it doesn't. It's, yeah. not, it's not effective, is it? We, we we hear Scotty mention it a couple of times when he's on to communicate with them, but it never really feels like it was an actual threat. Yeah. And as a result, like that that feels like a wash. Stuff down the planet's not that interesting. And even when they get to the machine, I'll be honest, that scene where Kurt kind of tricks the machine into thinking and sort of second-guessing itself goes on a little bit too long. Like, there's a lot of them just standing there talking to it. Yeah, that should be like a, a fantastic, like really compelling scene. But I feel like it's hampered a little bit by the fact that we've taken so long to get to it without anything really happening that it feels like, okay, you just want you just want it to be resolved now. You just want him to fix it. Yeah, yeah. And again, it doesn't feel like it explores the like the idea of a machine building like a a society, a hive mind, and controlling it. It never really feels like it. It does enough with that to really make you make the debate at the end interesting. No, it doesn't. Because at one point they mention, oh, you're like a cog in the machine, or you're just one part of the whole system. But other than that, there's there's no real like playful ideas with like you know how would a machine treat the humans? Like if they, if it's truly just treating like numbers, wouldn't some of them be expendable? Wouldn't some of them be like this? Or like I feel like it doesn't really offer any kind of interesting ideas. And because it doesn't do that, when it gets to the point where Kirk's debating with it, it's just kind of like, well, 
it's not really made a point to like prove that it was doing anything right. Yeah, or... it's it's a very one sided debate, isn't it? It's like yeah. it looks like this is wrong, and 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 the the computer never really gets to argue why, other than just just because. I mean, I, I guess the closest to an actual debate, I guess, because if, if we're using it as an analogy for like fascism or dictatorship or that kind of thing, like the whole idea is here that the society is without crime, it is without that kind of thing. It's it's, it's the most peaceful ever, which yeah. is why which is why I was thinking of the purge because they have this one thing for the the festival yeah. they call it where they go nuts and they're just a, little, a bunch of raving maniacs. Uh, and you know, it was the end of the episode when they got back up in the ship, and uh, Kirk's like. Yeah, people on Earth dreamed of this, but luckily we never got it. Um, and I'm like, okay, right, I, I can almost see the message you're trying to like say there, like, you know, true, true control, true, you know, discipline to that extent means there's no freedom, and as a result, like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, life is struggle. Yeah, so no, so I, I get what it's doing, but it just doesn't do it that well. Yeah, uh, that is ultimately the problem. It's like it's 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 really interesting ideas. I mean, I think. Check pretty tackle it again down the I, line in a I better no way. Doubt. I, I, probably in the original series, if not at least three or four times in next gen, at least a couple yeah, of times yeah. in Deep Space Nine. That's what I mean. Already we've had you know multiple topics revisited, and it, it seems inevitable for this one to be revisited. And I, I feel like it can be done better. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure. Maybe it's just a simple case of whoever wrote the episode wasn't just wasn't as good a writer as some of the others, but it just it felt like yeah, yeah. Yeah, lack of urgency, lack of momentum in the plot, uh, and it just all the ideas felt pretty thin. The ideas, the core ideas were fine, but they, they just didn't feel like explored well enough. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, especially and I think the other thing that accents the way it, the way it played out and how how kind of thin it feels is at the end after they beat the computer, Kirk just says to you know uh, whoever is on the on the bridge, Scotty at the time. He's like, yeah, ready to beam, up, beam us up. Uh, yeah, the, the the people here, they can deal with us now. It's their mess to clean up. And then, <laughs> then they leave. It almost doesn't feel like there was any real help to give them or anything to impart in terms of no. teachings or anything Yeah, like yeah, that. he just goes, hey, better get a new job. Yeah, yeah, he cracks a joke about, yeah, you should probably start looking for a new job, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, cheers, you just, you know, ruined his life. And it's like, I mean, technically you freed him, but he probably doesn't feel that way right now. Yeah. Uh so, it's a rough one. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, well, uh, not much more to say in this one. It's a pretty weak episode. Not not much to go in depth with. Uh, I will say actually, just one final point about the computer is it was a really stupid, shitty looking computer. And it, obviously, it's the sixties, and I don't mean in the sense that I expect you know it to be like a something you'd see in a modern movie. I just mean it. The design of it felt very random to me. Like, it had, like, these different sections where they'd have some blinking lights. And there was mm. one section that had a light... It had two lights in this one section. So it was, imagine a square section, right? Yeah. And each section was coloured, right? So there's the purple section. There was two blinking lights. One was, like, a third of the way in and, like, just a nudge down from the top. And then the other one was just randomly kind of off-centre in the middle. And that's always in this block. It was just these two blinking lights that had nothing near them. No, no sense of organization or like, it just felt so. It, it really felt like the production designer just went, or the the prop designer, whoever was in charge of this, kind of went, oh, just throw some blinking and lights and land them. Yeah, places. I mean, the, the only way I could, if I was to, was to try and defend it, obviously this computer was actually created, and it was maybe the idea that, that life is supposed to be random, so they kind of just went, ah, well, you know, it wasn't designed at least aesthetically. It was supposed to be a bit more random. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm reaching. Yes. You are reaching. Uh, which is which is kind of which is kind of why uh, just another reason why that whole last conversation, that whole debate between Kirk and the computers, just it feels flat. It, it legitimately feels. I mean, obviously, so much on like a show like this is Kirk or or in present day. If you know you make a show and you have something like this, it's, you know it's the actor talking to a green screen instead mm. of in this case it's him talking to him. That's just this prop. This but, box, yeah. Uh, but like it really felt it because it just didn't feel like a real thing. It felt like a just. Definitely. A box with some blinking lights on it. So, uh, no. so rough episode. Uh, but you can let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Uh, oh, well, we should probably mention about the, the whole thing with the name. Like, the idea that there was other starships that came by at some point and took, the, you know, the, the computer took people from it and they, uh, they yeah. called these people the Archons and this was like the prophecy that, oh, there'll, there'll be more. Yeah. And it was just more Starfleet, so. Yeah, I guess that, that the thing is it was never anything but what it presented it could be so it's just not that interesting because you know, that was the first thing they speculated yeah again so like, interesting idea but just the way it's told doesn't yeah they don't do anything with it again no mystery no sense of like oh what's an archon it's just immediately oh you must be archons because you came from the sky and it's like okay and i think the next scene is someone actually explains it and kirk goes oh right so there was another starship it was officers and you're like all right yeah pretty much yeah, it was just it was just plainly telling us things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just kind of weak storytelling, wasn't it? It's just exposition dumps. Yeah, exposition dumps and killing time. What a yeah. really bad combination. <laughs> uh, so let us know what you thought of this episode of Star Trek in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, you can help us out, of course, by doing that. But you can also help us out by going over to patreon.com slash TV and seeing what some of the bonuses you can get over there if you want to help support the channel and everything we do. One of them, of course, is that these already cancelled episodes of Star Trek go up a week early on Patreon. So if you're watching this on the YouTubes, uh, the next episode's already up on Patreon. So uh, And that's a dollar that costs a month to get early access to these. So uh, go, go over and check it out. If not, that's cool too. You can get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual Twitters are on the screen Uh, for everyday ramblings but that is us so thanks once again for watching we'll see you next time